Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast, Series 1, Episode 10. That's one nice piece of bass. The life history of Moroni Saxatilis, the striped bass, from Biology of Fishes to May 1998, written by myself, Rob Snow White. I'm going to read my paper so you don't have to. Moroni Saxatilis. The meaning of Moroni is unknown. Saxatilis meaning living among rocks. Moroni Saxatilis has many common names such as striper, rockfish, and rock bass. Striped bass belong to the family Moronidae. Striped bass have an interesting life history. There are many striped bass tails in American history. These fish are physically distinct from other fish, including their hybrid. They range from mere weightless eggs to 100-pound stuffed trophies. They have a unique North American distribution with annual migrations to spawning beds. Striped bass eat and get eaten by us. Overfishing has decimated their population. Due to their economical importance as food and for sport, they were protected. Striped bass were first described in 1792 in New York State. It had an early importance for colonists in the New World and was abundant in flavorful food staple. Jenkins et al. 1994 described its historical significance in Massachusetts. In 1639, Massachusetts legislation banned usage of striped bass for fertilizer. In 1670, a tax levied on striper fishing was used to establish the New World's first public school. Profits from mackerel, herring, and striped bass went to support the free school in Plymouth. Rieger, 1997. The striped bass is streamlined, elongate, and laterally compressed. Seven to eight dark uninterrupted lateral stripes 
are dark olive to black. Three or four stripes are located above the lateral line, one along the lateral line, and three below. The greatest length is achieved in the lines below the lateral line, which extend toward the caudal base. The lowest line stops before the anal fin. No lines extend onto the head. Younger fish lack these lines. The dorsum is dark olive to a steel blue with silvery sides that change to white toward and underneath the fish. Median fins are pale or dusky green, sometimes black. The pelvic fins are white or dusky. The pectoral fins are greenish. Identification of the striped bass is possible by its obvious stripe and distinctive two separate dorsal fins and a slightly forked caudal fin. The striped bass has a large mouth with numerous and relatively small sharp teeth. Two elongate patches of teeth line each side of the tongue. This fish can reach considerable size and weight. Stripers have been measured up to 6 feet in length and up to 125 pounds. A striped bass was taken from California. It was about 6 feet. Jenkins et al. 1994 states the largest striped bass from Maryland's portion of the Chesapeake Bay was 49 pounds 6 ounces and 1,136 millimeters long. Virginia Reservoir stripers have measured anywhere up to 1,054 millimeters. In 1988, a Virginia landlocked striper taken from Smith Mountain Lake weighed 42 pounds 6 ounces. However, the world record landlocked striper came from Arizona. A 59 pound 12 ounce striped bass was caught in 1977. Murdy et al. lists updated record fish. The all tackle record for striped bass is a fish weighing 34.5 kilograms or 76 pounds. That was taken from Montauk Point, Long Island in 1981. The Chesapeake Bay sport catch record is a fish weighing 30.6 kilograms or 67.5 pounds. That was taken near Bloody Point, Maryland in 1995. The striped bass was a hybrid. The hybrid striped bass is produced by crossing white bass, M. cursops, with striped bass, Maroni saxatilis. These fish closely resemble M. saxatilis, but have different scale and ray counts, bold and broken stripes, and different body measurements. Hybrids are more tolerant to temperature and salinity. The hybrid is an important economical resource. Commercial and farm fisheries benefit from the hybrids, which display a faster growth rate and larger stature than white bass. Hybrids also grow faster, with an increased survivorship rate than the striped bass. Thus, more money can be made in less time. Distribution is far. Striped bass populations stretch from the northern limits in the St. Lawrence River, Canada, to the St. Johns River in northern Florida and the Gulf of Mexico. Tributaries of the Gulf of Mexico lend distribution into western Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. The striped bass now inhabits the west coast. Introduction of the striped bass to the Pacific occurred in 1879. In 1879 and again in 1882, the striped bass went west with the pioneers when several hundred, mostly fingerlings, were transplanted from a New Jersey river via train, wagon, and wooden bucket to the upper estuary of San Francisco Bay, quotes Riger 1997. The striped bass has established a distribution from Oregon's Columbia River to Northern California. All drainages of Virginia and some in Maryland have contributing populations of striped bass to the Chesapeake Bay. Landlocked striped bass populations are found all along the east coast. Sustainable reservoir populations are difficult to achieve due to inhospitable conditions in those reservoirs. Recent developments in fish hatcheries have allowed development of many striper farms.
These farms are similar to catfish farms. Moroni saxatilis is an anadromous fish. It begins to migrate upstream from marine waters up fresh waters to breed. Striped bass are schooling fish. This marine migration gives this fish a wide distribution. This fish is a coastal species that remains close to shore except during migration. Migratory bass may roam 6 to 8 kilometers from shore, Jenkins et al. 94, cites reports of striped bass up to 113 kilometers from land. Striped bass inhabit many water types, including large freshwater rivers, small to large estuaries, and the ocean. Stripers live in shallow and moderate depths with bottoms of sand, rock, and gravel. Alkaline waters are preferred to low pH. Water temperature is important to M. saxatilis. Warm water may induce lethargy in adults who tend to localize in pockets of cooler water below 26 degrees Celsius. Murdy et al., 1997, states Chesapeake-based stripers migrate to deep channels during the summer and winter months, while older fish migrate north to Canada during August. Jenkins et al. describes a summer mortality for reservoir fish populations due to distributional shifts related to unfavorable conditions and fish size. Striped bass spawn after a migration. Migrations into the Chesapeake Bay begin in March. Peak spawning occurs in late April to early May and into late June. These months are accompanied by water temperatures around 13 to 15 degrees Celsius. The bay serves as the primary spawning site of the mid-Atlantic striper populations. The first 25 miles of freshwater tributaries with sand and mud bottoms will have an intense spawning. Tidal and non-tidal Virginia tributaries with salinity less than 10% will have spawning striped bass. St. Lawrence River striped bass migrate in the fall. The potential spawners spend the winter in the river, then swim up their spawning grounds in the spring, usually spawning in early June. Scott et al. 1973. Jenkins et al. 1994 states evidence of striped bass returning to birthplace waters is weak and controversial. However, it was stated that Chesapeake Basin males had the fidelity to natal breeding grounds and that females have a stronger homing instinct than males. The construction of dams may alter water temperatures and spawning grounds, which may alter homing instincts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Males ascend rivers before females. Several males court a single female. Scott et al. 1973 reports that records of female striped bass have had 14,000 eggs for a 3-pound female, up to 3,220,000 eggs in a 50-pound female. Striped bass are interoperous, and a female may spawn more than once a year. Two-year-old males are mature and can spawn. Females spawn between ages 4 to 5. Most stripers have a longevity of 11 years. Older females can reach ages of 29 to 31. Jenkins et al. 1994 states M. saxatella spawns in surface water. The eggs have a large oil globule and are semi-buoyant. The eggs are non-adhesive. Fertilized eggs are carried downstream. They are at the mercy of the current 
which may deposit them in favorable or inhospitable environments. Inhospitable environments and predation account for high but not detrimental mortality. Scott et al. describes the eggs as hatching within 70 to 74 hours at 14.4 degrees to 15.6 degrees Celsius, or within 48 hours at 17.8 degrees to 19.4 degrees Celsius. Larvae can free swim after 7 to 10 days and begin to feed. Larvae migrate differently based on sex, age, and population. Chesapeake Basin larvae remain in nurseries for two years. They leave the bay after three to four years and the females tend to leave first. Jenkins et al. 1994. Post-spawning adults migrate to overwintering locations. Some feeding migrations are based on the movement of food supplies. Striped bass have a wide array of food items. Food consumption is high during spawning migrations. M. saxatilis is a generalist predator. Feeding habits are based on age, what's around, and what will fit in their mouths. Zooplankton constitutes larval striped bass diets. Jenkins et al. states young fish are consuming a variety of worms, small crustaceans, insects, and fishes, while adults take fishes, squids, clams, lobsters, crab, shrimp, and other invertebrates. It is noted that stripers in the Chesapeake Bay consume the blue crab, Calicnales sepidus. Scott et al. stated that the diet of adult bass in rivers and lakes is principally of small fishes such as herring, menhaden, smelt, alewives, shad, silversides, and mummachongs. Harrell et al. 1990 states that striped bass and hybrid striped bass are carnivorous. These fish eat what their bodies have evolved to digest. They have anatomical characteristics such as a short esophagus, large stomach, and a short intestine. Thus, stripers and their hybrids eat based on the quantity, size, type, and availability of food items they have evolved to consume. Anadromous and cultured striped and hybrid bass face different stresses. Parasites and diseases affect both. Scott et al. stated that fish in American waters are affected by external and internal parasites. However, it was stated that parasites have no effect on the general well-being of stripers or their hybrids. On the contrary, Harrell et al. states that cultured striped bass and their hybrids live in stressful, unnatural conditions where outbreaks of infectious diseases are common. Cultured fishes whose immune systems are stressed are more at risk of infections. Parasites range from protozoan, monogenetic, and digenetic trematodes, nematodes, acanthocephalant parasites, spiny-headed worms, and crustacean parasites. Protozoans, such as Amelioidinium ocitolatum, parasitize stripers and hybrids, which attach to the gills and cause branchial tissue breakdown, which leads to lethargy and decreased feeding. In this example, decreased feeding reduces the worth of cultured fish due to smaller size. Parasites also damage internal organs, cause bloating, increase risk of infection to disease and infection, and can be resulting in mortality. That's in mortality, not Immortality. Parasitized and disease infested fish stocks have detrimental effects to stocking programs, while populations when infected with fish escape and commercial fisheries. Prevention of stressful conditions has been concluded as the most effective means of reducing causes of infection. Overfishing reduced striped bass populations. As a demand for stripers increased, the supply gradually decreased. Environmentalists 
introduced conservation into the scene and limited fish harvests were enforced in the 1980s. As seen in the past, laws were created to reduce the decimation of striped bass populations. Murdy et al. states the laws, a moratorium was instituted in Maryland waters during 1985 to 1989. Size, catch, and length of season restrictions were put into effect in both Maryland and Virginia. Restocking programs were aided by striped bass farming developments. Harold et al. states that in 1989, private producers produced more than 8 million hybrid fingerlings. Some say striped bass is the best fish they have ever eaten. These fish are renowned for their cuisine. Market prices fluctuate with supply and demand, such as $4 a pound in the U.S. and $6 a pound for live fish in New York and California. Money is not only spent at the market. Striped bass taste good, but to eat them, most people like to catch them. Commercial sport fishing is a big business. Fishermen spend money on fishing, tackle, licenses, boats, guides, bait, and beer. Annual state revenues reach into the millions of dollars. Overall, the striped bass Moroni saxatilis is an important fish. It has an important role in maintaining a balance in American and Canadian waterways. Large piscivorous stripers feed on smaller fish. This prevents overpopulation of smaller fishes. In turn, animals depend on striped bass eggs, larvae, and young as food. Striped bass have been a food staple for North Americans for hundreds, if not thousands of years. People rely on striped bass as a source of income, recreation, and a sign of environmental degradation. Their sensitivity to water quality allows us to determine which streams are suffering from pollution. The striped bass fishery isn't what it used to be. The stories of the old days are now legends. The big fish aren't around anymore. The migrations are smaller, and so are the catches. The striped bass is a legacy and should be conserved. Practice catch and release. Well, that is the end of my podcast, reading my paper for my junior thesis from the biology of fishes at Mary Washington College. Luckily, my research included going out and fishing for stripers between classes down on the Rappahannock River. So hopefully, um, if you are downloading this, it saves you from having to read it. If you want to read the paper and review all of my sightings where I got the information, if you'd like to read further from those books and authors, those will be found on my website, robsnowwhite.com. There's only one W in Snow White. Click on the podcast page from there. Series 1, Episode 10. That's one nice piece of bass. You can read the whole paper in a PDF format. Thanks for downloading. If you did download this, if anybody's downloading this, please go over to the iTunes store and rate it so at least I know somebody's listening to it other than my mom who listens just uh, to make me feel good. Thanks. Cheers. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.